Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to the KSL Home Show. Brought to you by Osmond Designs. We open the doors for local home buyers and sellers with a fast-moving show about Utah real estate and home design. Here's Heather Osmond and Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL friends. This is Heather Osmond, owner of the Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design Stores. You are listening to the KSL Home Show. We have such a great show this morning. I am ecstatic to have John Taylor of Legend Real Estate on the show. We are living in the hottest real estate market in the entire country. John, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me this morning, Heather. I appreciate being here. You are incredible. You are absolutely one of the real estate experts in the entire state of Utah. You're an investment expert. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you actually got into this industry. Well, it's it's an old story because I'm an old guy. but uh, Not that old. In the mid-80s, when I graduated from college, MBAs were competing for teller positions at $18 an hour. And I knew I was going to get into real estate. So I built some homes, paid off student loans, and was fortunate enough to get into the appraisal industry because that's where it was active in 1987. Um, so I spent 19 years as a commercial real estate appraiser, built my own firm, have an MAI, um, and I wanted to do something more. And so in 2002, I changed over to do commercial real estate and use some of that background to help people understand investments, understand market macro conditions, and how things will change. I love that so much. Okay, so at Legends, you have an incredible, I call them the dream team, but you guys basically service almost anything real estate related. If you are not specializing in that department, there is someone at your firm that does. Um, we we lack in a few segments of, of the market, and that would be office leasing and, and also industrial leasing. We specialize in retail investments, retail leasing. I do a lot of land transactions, land entitlement work. Um, but we do do investments of all categories of real estate. We're a small firm. There's just 20 of us, and we believe the deal isn't as important as the customer. And so we want to serve our customers on their needs. We will bring in other firms if they're better suited to do what our customer needs. I love that so much. So you not only have helped other customers, you've obviously been been your own investor. Let me fix That's going to be an edit. So, John, not only have you been an investor in real estate, you help clients. I have been your client. You've actually done um, CMAs for me before on some of our commercial properties. 
Tell us how that process works for someone thinking of selling something, or maybe they're even a buyer. Well, the process is similar to back in my days as an appraiser um, and putting a broker's price opinion. Um, I'm careful on the terminology just because of my background, but a broker's price opinion of what it will sell for today. And I won't knock appraisers because I am one and I've worked with them, but they have to look at the past. They have to look at what's, what's transpired in the market, whereas a broker, they're looking at the forward. They're looking at what they will do in the future. Real estate transactions sometimes take quite some time. Uh, three to six months is not unheard of. I work on some land deals that take two to three years sometimes. So you're looking at long-term forecasting. And, and for values, that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. In the state of Utah, where are you seeing the largest amount of growth? Well, all along the Wasatch Front. I mean, it's interesting. We, we're a, a rural state. We have a lot of sagebrush, but not really. Almost 85% of our population resides in a little strip 11 miles wide and 75 miles long. So we're very urban in that strip. That is where a lot of the growth is happening. St. George and Logan are terrific markets. I don't specialize in them. They are going to be a little bit more impacted by national trends as as being retirement communities. Logan's got a great growth story. But the growth is really along the Wasatch Front. Utah County is exploding. It will continue to outpace Salt Lake in residential home building because they have available land. Salt Lake is where everyone wants to be. Um, It's the capital city. And when I say Salt Lake, that means all other 11 cities that are in the valley. Um, But Salt Lake City itself is very proactive on multifamily growth, and we need multifamily growth right now, and that's what's happening. That's what people see. They, They see apartments everywhere they go. They're needed. It is so true. We need affordable housing. That is a hot topic in Utah right now. I see a lot of apartments being built everywhere. Do you feel like we're overbuilding? I don't. Um, I've been in this business a long time. And in 1986, we built 8,000 units. Last year, we built about 15,000 units. But our population base is that much greater now. We also didn't build very many units from 2008 to 2014. Um, we're, we're still at a shortage. There's not enough available units. Will some of the, Are we overbuilding? Maybe in some pockets. Will that be good for affordable housing? Yes, because when there's too much on the A, it trickles down the rents lower for the B and C product and the older product. Right now, we're not seeing any trickle down of oversupply. There, you, you can't find the unit you want. Or if you did, it was gone an hour ago. It's so true. Well, and I feel like all of you know those millenniums, uh, my daughters included, they want something new. They don't want a fixer-upper. They don't have twenty or thirty or fifty or a hundred thousand dollars to go in and remodel an older home and all of the challenges that come with that. They just want microwave mentality. I want it quick, fast, and right now. And they want it new and and trendy and fun. And I think they really are are trending towards dogs vacationing. I think both of my college age daughters have been on a lot more fun vacations than I have. I'm here working, right? Tell me a little bit about that. Heather, I'm sorry we're dating ourselves because I think the younger generation has always wanted it now. I did when I was that age as well. And they do want nicer. They they are exposed to, through the social media, what is the trend? What do they want today? Um, so yes, they do want to move to those new areas. They also really like Sugar House. They really like, you know, Areas of downtown Provo, some places in Orem, where it has a sense of community. It has the restaurants. It has the walk-up cafes. And so 
they're a little more vocal in it than probably my generation and the older people who are willing to drive there to it. Because a lot of them don't want the car or don't want to use it all the time. There's still Salt Lake, you know, Utah. You drive down the freeway, and there's a lot of Suburbans with one pre- one person in them, probably more so than dry- riding tracks right now. I 100% agree, and I think more people are working from home more than ever, right? They're usually not working a 9-to-5. Um, that younger generation, they're very smart. They figured out, I can make a lot of money by doing summer sales and then take the rest of the year off. Um, so a lot of people are selling on Amazon. They're they're doing these stay-at-home businesses. They're they're working for JetBlue and logging on when they want, or they're doing DoorDash or um, those delivery services. So I feel like they really can live anywhere. Absolutely. And, and the pandemic, uh, as terrible as it is for all the people who have suffered through it, really put the Wasatch Front on the map and the growth curve to get to that lifestyle, to be up in the canyons. Um we're growing really fast because of the pandemic. Our schools staying open more than other states. Um, there's a new lifestyle, and those people can work from home. A lot of them are being successful. That's having an impact on commercial real estate. Um, offices are considering how close they can put people together. Some of the larger investment firms that were here in Salt Lake, they would have people, you know, 18 inches apart. You know, there wasn't a lot of cubicle space, and that's spreading out. But I think a lot of those people will come back to the office. There's a lot of socialization, a lot of things that you can't do on social media, especially in, you know, in my industry because that's what I'm in. In the conversations, people learn about what else is going on. It isn't just all on social media. So we're seeing some impact on office. The immediate economy, the Amazons and things, have really changed the warehouse distribution, the industrial market. An industrial market has manufacturing and it has warehouse distribution. We have seen such growth throughout the country, Salt Lake being a crossroads of the West, in our warehouse distribution space. When I got into the industry in the early years, if we absorbed, meaning new space that was leased prior year wasn't, was about a million square feet. And that was a good average. It worked a long time at about a million square feet. Then it went to two million. Then it went to three and five million for a really good year. We're doing about 10 million square feet a year right now. So they're building those giant cubes and they're filling them before they're full, before the doors are on. It's insane. Right now, uh, John, I had to overbuy all of my upholstery for the, you know, just to have enough inventory to sell throughout the rest of this year. Special orders specifically are six months, nine months, 12 months out. If you choose your fabric on a sofa and choose the pillows, they make it to order and there's either foam delays or there's fabric delays. And so people just can't get stuff. So I personally reached out to all of my manufacturers to see what was available. And I purchased it, brought it in. So I personally am looking for additional warehouse space. In addition to our 15,000 square foot space that we already have, we've, we've also brought in pods to fill that up just so we'll have enough inventory to sell through the rest of this year which is absolutely insane. There's nothing out there, John. I cannot find a warehouse space um, that is anywhere close to Utah County that I don't have to drive 30, 40, 50 minutes to get, you know, overstock furniture um, as far as just even selling and keeping my business open so that around December, November, Thanksgiving, Christmas time, I'll have stuff to sell to my customers. People are coming with trucks and trailers. They're hauling stuff out. It's 
an awesome problem to have. Stay tuned. You're listening to the KSL Home Show. I am Heather Osmond, owner of the Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design Store. We have John Taylor. He is the investment guru there at Legend Real Estate, downtown Salt Lake City. We'll be right back. KSL Home Show, sponsored by Osmond Designs. If you like talking about Utah homes and real estate, then this is the place on KSL News Radio. Welcome back in to the KSL Home Show. I am Heather Osmond, owner of the Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design Stores. We love talking about real estate on this show. Today is such a beautiful day here in Utah. We are just wrapping up the Parade of Homes in Utah Valley. We're exhausted. I'll be honest. It's been a great show. 24 homes were featured this year with the latest and greatest in all industry products. And today we get to talk about commercial real estate, which is just as hot as the residential market. We have John Taylor with... Legend Real Estate. He is the investment guru, probably the investment guru real estate agent in the entire state of Utah. John, welcome back. Well, thank you. And there are a lot of other great commercial real estate. There are. I have to say that. Yes, but you are definitely one of the best. I'm just a little biased, but. I appreciate that, Heather. (laughs) We were talking about the supply chain and the supply chain constraints and what that has businesses doing. And you, you detailed what you're doing personally in your business. You're not alone. Um, there's apartment complexes being built and they're leasing up warehouse space as close as they can get it so that they can order all their toilets and all their furniture and all their furnaces and appliances and have them on in stock because they don't know when they're coming back in. Um, that is helping create a longer bottleneck. It's like when we, two years ago, when everyone bought all the toilet paper, there wasn't any toilet paper. <laughs> there are no furnaces right now or water heaters. And mm-hmm. so, it is who you deal with. I mean, I personally had a water heater. It was there. Um, my contractor picked it up or went to pick it up, and it was gone. It was sold off the lot. So car dealers, that's going to change how they do business. They don't want to have thousands of cars on their lots and pay flooring on them. They're going to really like this inventoryless business. Does that mean car lots, car dealerships don't need as much land? Well, I don't know. I'm talking to some of them right now. They haven't made that decision. It takes a while in commercial real estate for things to change. I think so. And in my furniture industry, people would come with trucks and trailers and still are coming with trucks and trailers because we have in-stock merchandise. That's the name of the game right now. People don't want to wait. Even a lot of the big box stores that you're familiar with, they won't sell their floor model off the off the showroom floor. They do not have the 300 additional pieces in the warehouse like they used to and so there's just time delays and and you just want it when you want a new dining table you want it you don't want to wait six months or a year and if they're promising it's going to take six months oftentimes even with the trucking and delivery times it's even being delayed beyond that well and in the single family homes the new homes that are being built you can't move in without the shower heads right you can't move in without the countertops to put the sink in and so that's creating some delay. That's impacting commercial real estate as well. Um, we have clients that are building Starbucks stores. 
they can't get the switch, and I'm talking about just it's called the switch, to hook up their gas meter. So they're putting a propane bottle on site because Dominion Energy can't hook up their gas without these switches that don't exist. Somebody's bought them all and put them in a warehouse. We don't know. So it's impacting all facets of, of construction right now. That impacts existing projects as well because an office, when you do tenant improvements and they roll that space over, they go to put new doors and new, new light switches and things, all of the supply chain issues are slowing things down and they're increasing costs. There are people that are making a profit out of having the inventory, and that's to be expected. We're, we're a capitalist society. It's making it really challenging. So you have to deal with the professionals that know where to get it, the contractors that don't overpromise. Um, and it brings it back to where you, you want to deal with people that are concerned with your issues and not not their final sale. So that's in residential, that's in commercial, that's an interior design. You got to build a trust with your customers and deliver on your promises. I agree 100%. Okay, so in the commercial real estate market right now, there is a lack of new construction for the issues that you're talking right now. Are you seeing a trend of people just buying existing and remodeling? Well, absolutely, but it's it's more buying existing and changing the use. Um, we're targeting right now retail centers that probably don't need to be there, whether it's a big box that I'm just going to pick a name that everyone knows, Reams. Those stores were there and older centers. Well, those centers are being converted to apartments. Those centers are being converted to climbing gyms. Those centers are being converted to fulfillment centers. So it's really important the change of use that's happened and why there is not a lot of new construction. We're land constrained in this valley. Um, There's not a lot of industrial space left along the 2100 South Corridor in Salt Lake. So that means people are moving to West Jordan. Well, West Jordan, great community, good real estate. It's not connected to the freeway system the same way the 2100 South Corridor is. North Salt Lake, they're seeing the growth and the spillover of that. And what you're starting to see is a huge increase in rents for industrial space. Retail space, it's a little different. They're competing with the Amazons. They're competing with the fulfillment centers. They're competing with the Want It Now. But then you've got the Utah phenomenon where we're putting little uh, – drink places where people can buy their soda pop <laughs> and those lines are longer than you know than the it's the, the utah burger thing. joints yeah. it's the utah thing we all want uh, just a little pick me up well it, it is a utah thing there are some some national coffee brands that are doing those in their stores and they're growing here but it's i've seen those franchisees and i don't want to get into the names of them because there's four or five great ones they're in texas they're in oklahoma it's not just all utah they want the dirty sodas. I love that. You know, it all started in Utah. I am a, a Utah entrepreneur. I'm a homegrown Utah County girl. I went to Provo High, went to BYU, met my husband, made a big move to Orem, kind of stayed in that area, then moved to Cedar Hills and then Alpine. But I love, I know how hard I work in my own business. And so I love supporting local business. Mad props to them. So, so proud of these companies that are that are blazing the trail and not only being successful here locally in Utah, but also nationally. Um, again, commercial real estate is what we are talking about today. Anything along that I-15 freeway is hot. You you can't even find it if it goes on the market. There are multiple offers, like you're saying, John. It's gone an hour later. You have to plan. If you are a real estate investor, please call John and his Legends team. They are some of the best of the best here in the Utah area. They service the entire Wasatch Front. 
Well, thank you, and thank you for that. We um, we do have a little bit more reach of that. We do service uh, clients in Las Vegas, Wyoming, Idaho, um, but that's our focus is is where we are. We're, we're located in Sugar House, and, and we like being here. We do a lot of work in Utah County. We do a lot of work in Ogden um, and everywhere in between. The trends that are coming in in retail real estate, which is where our firm is very focused, um, they're changing, and they're, they'll change again. The drive-throughs um, are are the key to fast food. If it doesn't have a drive-through that stacks a lot of cars, they don't want to be there, and that's impacting some cities that don't allow drive-throughs or don't like them. Yeah, and I can't blame them. I know as a young mom, I had four children, and there was always someone in a car seat asleep, and so I would plan whatever food I was going to get around the drive-through thing, so I didn't have to wake up kids. I could just go in, get it quick. And and even, you know, now that all of my kids are older, I'd still go to those drive-throughs. It, I, it's it's convenience. I don't know what it is. Sometimes you just don't want to walk outside. Well, the convenience has gone even further with all the DoorDash and the home delivery of those same those same items. So it's, it, awesome. it's, it's going to continue that way. I agree 100%. You're listening to the KSL Home Show. I am Heather Osmond, owner of the Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design Store. We have John Taylor with Legend Real Estate. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. KSL Home Show. Brought to you by Osmond Designs. We open the doors for local home buyers and sellers with a fast moving show about Utah real estate and home design. Here's Heather Osmond and Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to the KSL Home Show. I am Heather Osmond, Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design owner. We also have John Taylor as a guest on the show today. He is an investment real estate agent with Legends Real Estate. John, welcome back. Thank you very much, Heather. I really appreciate being here today. We have had so much fun just talking about commercial real estate. What's going on in the Utah market as well as nationally you compare Utah to the national trends, we are breaking all of the records. Not only are Utah investors investing in the Utah real estate market because it's so hot, but there are so many out-of-state clients that are also not only buying residential second or third homes, but also investing in our, in our community. Why do you think that is, John? Well, I, I meet with investors every week that come in town, um, and these are huge investors. They'll, they'll have raised the fund with $2 billion to spend on real estate or $200 million they need to do this quarter. And I ask every one of them, why Utah? And I mean, I have my preconceived ideas. I live here. I like it here. And they are pretty uniform in saying you know, they've invested in San Francisco. They've invested in Las Vegas. They've invested in Nashville. They see the future growth stronger here than they do in a lot of those markets. Boise is a great market. It's grown really fast. They see a bigger job base and things happening here. It's a little bit more uh, Utah County, Salt Lake County, Davis, Weber. Um, It's a little larger area. It's a little larger population than some of those growth markets. But we're half the size of the Austin general market. I've got three different developers that work here and have made major investments in the Wasatch Front 
from Austin because they like our growth trend. They like what they see here. We will go through a recession. We will have – we can talk about the recession and the inflation. Those things happen. Um, they will happen. They can be severe. Utah is not immune to a national recession, but we're insulated. We're insulated by our growth and, our, you know, crazy as our politics are, everyone else's are nuts too. But we have stable growth policies, and so we will continue to serve that. Different cities have different policies on growth. That's a challenge. That's what their community councils and their city councils are elected to, to determine. So there will be some changes. We will continue to grow. There might be a pause. If we see a national recession, which we likely will, um, what will happen to the commercial real estate market is very similar to what's happening to the residential market. You'll have interest rates go up to where banks don't want to lend. They, they get worried. That is the biggest threat to the commercial real estate market right now is if capital markets stop. If capital markets stop, it will only be a pause. It can be like the 2008 recession. It can be about 6 to 12 months that they don't want to lend on certain projects or certain areas. Salt Lake is not – Salt Lake meaning the Wasatch Front – is not one of those areas. They want to be here. The lenders want to be here. The investors want to be here. That's superheating pricing. That's superheating activity. I have sites that come out that are not marketed, not on the market, don't get listed. We'll have multiple offers on those. We'll have iconic sites come out. We were fortunate enough to work with the the great folks at Modern Display recently. They have a terrific location, been in business over 40 years at that location. They outgrew it. The transportation trends changed on it. We were able to sell that. It's on a tracks line. It's at 7th East and 4th South. We were able to sell that at 50% more than what the local investors thought they could go for. It ended up being sold to a local, but the national people changed the pricing structure on that. There'll be a beautiful apartment complex built there. I mean, it's got Trader Joe's. It's got Whole Foods. It's got the university. It's great. But Modern Display is relocating their business to Murray, growing it consolidating with Ensign Floral, which is a, their sister company, it'll be better for everybody involved, and they'll get growth. We'll get some apartments near the U, which are necessary right now. And they probably made a killing, right? Good on them. Well, they did great, but they expanded awesome. their business. Sure. They expanded their business. It was what they needed to do because they're homegrown and they want to serve their, their customers. I love that so much. Do you feel like the rising interest rates are having an effect on commercial real estate? Absolutely. It's, it's more a, a fear right now. Um, our rising interest rates, I mentioned at the start of this, I, I'm quite a bit older than a lot of the audience or some of the audience, but I grew up in a climate when it was 8 and 12% interest. Um, we've just risen from 3 to 5. 5 is still a very affordable interest rate. That still allows developers We're to get the spoiled. returns. We're just spoiled. We're so spoiled. Well, but it's the immediacy of everything that we need now. So our interest rates are still relatively low. Will they stay low? No, they'll go up some more. Um, can business still occur in that? Yes. Rising costs are a bigger threat to development than rising interest rates right now. You put the two hand in hand and we might see a big pause here coming up. Yeah, I definitely think that does slow things down, uh, but there is still money to be made. They say there's this great quote and it says 90% of all millionaires made their money in real estate. I believe that wholeheartedly. Not only am I a real estate agent um, back in the day, that's actually how I became into who I am today and, and investing in our own commercial real estate properties. 
at one time, my husband and I owned 33 residential real estate properties, and I would go in people's homes and I'd be horrified. I said, this is not okay. We need to fix your house. There are so many just little minor improvements we can do to get you more money and sell your home in a, in a quicker amount of time. And that's how I then transitioned into the interior design industry that I'm in. It is a fun and exciting industry. It is fun to be an investor and to see the growth. Oftentimes, you can make more money in a year investing in a real estate property because of the equity and having a renter pay that mortgage payment for you than you can working 40 hours a week at your day job. So the combination of, the, of both of those is is fantastic. Absolutely. And, and real estate does offer that big reward, big, big return. Um, it also has some big risks. If, if real estate goes down, you are holding the mortgage. You are, you know, having to, to pay the bills on that space. Vacant space can be expensive. The type of space is how expensive it is. What you need um, are people to, what you say, fix the home to make it more sellable. That's what we do at Legend Partners. We make the real estate more for, more appealing as an investment. That might be through improving the lease structure. That might be through increasing the income stream through those tenants. It might be from some redevelopment. And it can even be changing exactly what the real estate's there to do. We've taken land parcels that were zoned commercial that will never be developed with commercial. There was Jordan Landing a mile away, and there was the Harmons across the street. There's no need for more commercial on that. It's now a really nice industrial park. Um, that's what was needed in that neighborhood for jobs, for services. And the city agreed. Took a little convincing, but it agreed. So you need a consultant that works with you to see to see what your needs are and how it can be improved. Property management's a huge way to improve uh, commercial real estate value, to make it clean, to make it inviting, to make it ADA, to do those things. Property management's a key part of any any commercial real estate uh, company. And we're fortunate we have a good company in, in hand. A lot of other companies have people they work with. So you can enhance value through better management, but you can enhance value through improved understanding of the market. Do we need another dirty soda seller in front of the center? Well, if there's three, maybe it's something different. And so that's where you need a good consultant that you trust and that wants to help you make the maximum of your real estate investment. So, John, one of my biggest tips for any investor is get the right team of professionals on your side to help you navigate all of the city zoning and and know what the rules and the regulations are. Like you said, you have helped people rezone things and figure out what their best use of that property is. If you are looking to do an investment, make sure you know the, the city rules. Call the city. Um, This is one of my tricks. Call the city and find out what they're short on in the city. Find out what the needs of the city are, um, what the the investors or the public is is wanting more of that they're short of, and then go find it. Sometimes just knocking on doors. Cities, um, city staffs are are terrific to work with. There's a long-term bias joke about government employees don't do any work and, and city employees just they won't answer the phone. Truth of the matter is they do it great at their jobs, and they really are trying to help their residents do it. If they don't, they get screamed at. Um, what you said is, is talk to them what they need. It's critical. And when, we, when I go into a vacant parcel, I'm dealing with a property owner. I've got two in, in North Salt Lake right now. One of the first things you do is go talk to the planner and say, what makes sense to you here? 
might not be what your developer, might not be what your owner wants to do, but you get to hear their input. And if you can incorporate it, it makes the process go a lot smoother. When my husband and I were new investors, we found a property. It was a small home, but it had a big lot. And it was in the Orem area. We were super excited about that. We thought we could subdivide that and put a duplex on the remaining half acre that we were going to subdivide off. We went to the city and that very first meeting that we had with the planning and zoning person, they said, you can put a fourplex back here. So we did four townhouse condos. We felt like we had hit the lottery. I mean, that was the ultimate jackpot. We ended up selling the small house. We remodeled it, you know, new paint, new carpet, updated that and sold it for almost the entire amount that we bought that that remaining parcel for. So we ended up with a a four-unit townhouse condo piece of land that was basically almost paid off. Well, and and, and that's a terrific story, and, and kudos to your success on that. You have to go back to them, too, because Salt Lake City, five, eight, ten years ago, wouldn't let you subdivide the lots. Now they're encouraging it, and that's Salt Lake City. West Jordan's not quite encouraging that. South Jordan, they still want larger lots, but you need to know that. And that's on a, on a, on a single family. Commercial, it can impact, you know, 6, 10, 50 acres. I'm working with a group right now that has 80 acres in West Jordan. And we're going to have to talk with the city on where the bus routes are going to go and what kind of uses, multiple use, will go on to that. Got to have that done well before we ever talk to an investor on it. So we, we kind of touched on it. And, and, you know, we have a time of uncertainty right now. We have rising interest rates. We have – we'll go into a recession because everyone's planning on a recession when, when companies – decide not to hire because they're worried about a recession, that causes a recession. Um, And maybe we need one too. But uncertainty is is a a terrific opportunity for failure and for success. And that's where you need to get experts and expert advice and expert people to come in and help you with your real estate needs. And that's true with all things. Um, Word of mouth is still by far the best way to hire and work with someone. Social media is great, but as they prove on all those influencer pictures, they can make it look however great they want it. Um, get recommendations, work with people that know the industry. They don't have to be old guys like me that have been in it a long time. There's a lot of smart young people that do great work. But, but there the is interview. a lot of value in experience too, I will say. Well, there there is, and, and particularly if we are going into a recessionary cycle. Um, the last recession, boy, it was terrible, terrible for homeowners, but it really wasn't bad for commercial real estate. The one before that in 2000, it was bad for office. It was great for retail. When you go back to the early 90s and the the late 80s, those are the ones where everyone got hurt, including the savings and loan and the government. So will this one be a deep one? I don't know. Um, Will it be bad? For some, it absolutely will. Will it be an opportunity? For others, yes, it will. Um, I don't know. It'll be a great pause. It'll be a great time to work with people, understand their goals, align with your goals, and gain knowledge. And I believe in any market, there are great deals to be found. I mean, you might have to be a little more creative about the way that you look for them, but you know, Utah is still on fire. Everything is going hot and heavy. It's a great time to be a homeowner. It's a great time to own commercial real estate as an investor. If you are looking to invest in, in real estate, it's probably one of the best investments you will ever make please reach out to John Taylor and his team there at Legends. Legend Partners. Um, and, and we'd love to help them. And even if it's a segment that we don't focus in, we'll put them with people that are really good because that's our reputation is, is putting them with someone who will serve their needs. Thank you so much, John. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the KSL Home Show.
Welcome to the KSL Home Show. Brought to you by Osmond Designs. We open the doors for local home buyers and sellers with a fast-moving show about Utah real estate and home design. Here's Heather Osmond and Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to the KSL Home Show. I am Heather Osmond, owner of the Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design Stores. Today, we have a special guest on the show with us. His name is John Taylor. He is a Salt Lake real estate agent, commercial real estate agent, actually investment agent, maybe here is better to say, with Legends Real Estate. John, welcome to the show. Thanks again, Heather. And, and, and I really appreciate being here and being able to talk and learn from you on these issues. Thank you so much. Okay, John, we only have five minutes to go. We, we talked about the uncertainty and, and what we might have near term with a possible uh, recession uh, with definite inflation. There's some long-term trends that we have, to, we have to correct in Salt Lake. And we're trying, but we're not trying hard enough. And air quality is a big issue for me. It's a big issue for everyone. And the Salt Lake... The Great Salt Lake dust is the new issue. The fires of last year were a new issue. We've got to figure out how to solve these issues because growth won't happen if it becomes harder and harder or more dangerous to live here and raise our families here. Absolutely. No, air quality has always been an issue in Utah, and I think it is becoming more important than ever. I don't know the answers on how to solve all of that, but I think if we all just do our part, whatever that may be, you know, we'll all interpret that differently, but just... Maybe try to drive a little bit less, carpool, you know, all the good things that we all talk about. And get involved with the, with those people trying to do it. There are some great government people trying to do it. It's not something where they're trying to scam off the money and, and, and profit from it. It's it's an issue. It's an issue long-term to our growth, and it's an issue for our kids to live here and grow up here. Um, it's an issue to get up in our mountains. Um, and so that's why I live here, and I want to stay here. And air quality is a big issue that I think we can do some help with. Homelessness is the other big issue, and that comes from affordability. It comes from medical expenses. It comes from a million causes, and we all need to do more. Um, I don't have – when you said there's a lot of wrong answers or a lot of small answers, that's one that we need someone to come up with some big answers, but we need to nibble around the edges. We need to help that because it's important to businesses. It's important to residents. It's important to living here in our quality of life. And it's important for those people's quality of life as well. A hundred percent. No. And I think in this market right now, almost every business is hiring. So people that are willing to work can probably find a job. And it, it's heartbreaking to see these people on the side of the street and, and they're sleeping and, and you know that they're suffering and we all need to pitch in and help out and do what we can to help support and and give them opportunities to improve their lives. I think people that are even in the workplace right now are really struggling. Um, some people are still working for a minimum wage and with gas prices and and utility prices and interest rates now rising, you know, car payments, everything. It affects all of us. And be if you have extra, be generous in, in supporting and, and giving a helping hand to other people. It helps with the investment. It helps with the residential real estate, and it helps the community. So that's really an important part. Sorry, that's a little bit of soapbox. Don't want to end up on a, on a negative note. It's a great time to be in Utah. It's a great time to be investing in Utah. I've joked with people that the, the worst investment you could do in real estate the last four or five years t- is to have sold because the values have gone up so dramatically over the last four or five years. I don't think that joke plays out going forward. We will see some hiccups. The rising inflation, the rising interest rates – 
will have some impact. And so it might be time to reposition some of the existing investment real estate or to maybe pull it out of the stock market and put it in, into real estate. Can't tell you that it's always going to go up, but it's done really well. Well, and you get all the tax savings and, and everything that's associated with that. Um, 30 years of having a renter pay for your mortgage and then have all the equity involved with that. Of course, you know, it's not easy. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. It is inconvenient. There are toilet clogs and things that sometimes you have to deal with, not only in the residential department, but also in the commercial department. But being a real estate investor, my firm belief is that the pros far outweigh the cons. And if, and if you're an investment that in an investment where the cons don't outweigh, or the pros don't outweigh the cons, talk to an expert. Change it. Change the real estate because there might be someone who likes dealing with tenants of a trailer park. There might be you know those things that might fit a different investor profile. It might be that the investors change that they don't want to mow the lawn on the weekends and they'd prefer to take a lower return in something where they just check the mailbox. I love that so much. And I think we had talked about just being a real estate investor. Some people are hands-on. Other people hire management companies. If you are a full-time business owner, if you have a professional career, being a real estate investor can be very overwhelming. It's just adding one more thing to your already busy life. So it does not take too much work to get someone else to help you. And, And for a small percentage, you'll still make money. Toilets don't just clog when they're scheduled. They usually wait for the 4th of July and New Year's. So <laughs> it, it, it is time to have good management, good team uh, with you on real estate investments. Thanks so much for listening to the KSL Home Show today. I am signing off. Heather Osmond with Osmond Designs Furniture and Interior Design Stores. We have furniture in stock. Please come and check it, check us out. I also wanted to give a shout out to Central Bank, who is a local business. They are personally my bank. We love their support, not only with the Parade of Homes as being co-sponsor with us this year, but also on this KSL Home Show. If you are looking to get a construction loan, if you're looking for a youth savings plan for your kids, Central Bank is local. They have in-house underwriters. They are not shipping your loan application off to another state and waiting for two weeks for approval. They have their loan committees every Tuesday and Thursday, and you get immediate feedback on what you're missing or what the needs are. And I love having them. So thank you, Central Bank. And last but not least, John Taylor with Legend Real Estate. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You are a real estate expert in the state of Utah, not only in commercial development, land development, anything related to that. Again, thanks for being on the show. If you need to find him, again, it's John Taylor, Legend Real Estate here in the Salt Lake City area. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week.